Master, sir? I heard Yoda talking about midichlorians. I've been wondering, what are midichlorians? But Master Yoda said I should be mindful of the future. But not at the expense of the moment. Be mindful of the living force, young Padawan. Remember, Obi-Wan, if the prophecy is true, your apprentice is the only one who can bring the Force back into balance. I'm a Jedi. I know I'm better than this. Train yourself to let go of everything you fear to lose. This time on Prequel Apologetics, with Star Wars characters. She's here! Finally! <laughs> Who? We've waited so long. Princess Leia. Princess Leia. Padme. <laughs> There's not many women in Star Wars. We keep going. Ray. Did you notice the magistrate had Ray's hair? <laughs> I did notice that. That was weird. They were trying to make it work. Anyway. Um, Prequel apologetics. Prequel apologetics. Is Seth this show? over here. Reagan over there. Way over here. I've got the dark side mic. He's got the light side we're mic. We're six feet apart. Almost. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> Mandalorian. Season two. Episode 5, Chapter 13? Yeah, Chapter 13. I like this intro. I like where... The just, Jedi. Let's just list things. No more introduction. No just more words. Prequel apologetics. Dispense the Mandalorian. Season... F- whatever. Dispense just go. Let's go. We waste a lot of our, our listeners' time, so we should at least respect them. <laughs> oh! Did we have an email response? We did! Go we ahead. had uh, an email. An, uh, uh, a listener. A fan. A friend. The program. Program. Binge. Ben. Ben, let, let us know if we're pronouncing that correctly. Ben or Binge? You, you, you choose Binge. Actually, if anyone wants to, to weigh in, they can. But I, li- I like Binge. That's a good, strong <laughs> Hebrew, cool. Hebrew name. Hebrew name. We need more Hebrews. Anyway, um, he, we asked last week for people to kind of reach out and... Oh, this is multiple weeks ago, actually. People to reach out and tell us, hey, is uh, Mandalorian worth it? Is, it? is it contributing? Or is it just kind of this... Uh, sloppy seconds. Sloppy seconds. And he said... Corporate seconds. He said... Mandalorian sucks. He said something really smart that I actually kind of riffed off of in my response to him, which because I'm clearly bankrupt. <laughs> he said, <laughs> people don't get excited because of a pawn shop of approach based on dead characters. Ooh, <laughs> dead characters? <laughs> Whoa. Is that like dead name? I guess I guess so. <laughs> Think about it. Mandalorian, Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, Jedi. Everybody interesting is dead. Yoda. Everybody interesting is dead. Yeah. So, I guess... Yeah, but Mandal- Mandalorian, Jin Djarin, yeah. is this copy-paste of Boba Fett. Yeah. Gorgu. Grogu. Grogu. Is that Small it's... Soldiers? I, heard, I thought Small Soldiers, as soon as I heard that. Gorgonite. Gorgonites. Um, the Gorgonites. Yeah, he's a, little, he's a little Yoda. Yeah. Ahsoka is... I guess she's kind of the most original thing. Well, we have to talk about her specifically. Okay. But anyway, I appreciate that response, and we'd, we'd love for anybody else to reach out, because we're still kind of wondering. Here's, here's maybe a fun place to jump in real quick, if you don't mind. <laughs> Me and a friend were talking about it, Okay. and he listens to our, he, he's, he's kind enough to listen to our program, and he was saying that we were being a little harsh. Nah. On Mandalorian. But we got to a, a, a better way of framing the issue of, and we've talked about this before, does... This is a bigger question. Does Star Wars even work without George Lucas? And then beyond that, has there even ever in our lifetime been a time where you have this really creative franchise, right? A really creative movie series. Independent. Independent. Where the main person leaves 
it's the, the flame is picked up by, by someone else, corporation, person, and the quality remains. Is there even a time where that happens? The, the, the only thing that comes to mind, honestly, is uh, Halo. <laughs> Halo, really? Interesting. Yeah, short history, Halo 1, 2, 3, um, and, then a, and then a couple of spinoff games. Halo 3, ODST, and Halo Reach, if mm. you want to know. Great series. I was, I was Five games made by the creators. That okay. studio named Bungie. Bungie Studios. Yeah. They made. They created Halo. They they loved Halo. It's their baby. Cradled it. Nursed it. Their contract with Microsoft expires. They go off to pursue new ventures. Um, so, so so Microsoft creates a studio out of thin air to take up the, the Halo franchise. Halo Four comes out. Uh, just completely different. Just I- completely different. Uh, it's it's so it's a similar situation where the creative torch was tried to. You know, the, the Olympic torch that's running around the world, they tried to pass it, mm-hmm. and they fell in the water, dunked. Oh, so did, this is an example where it doesn't work. Huh? So this, this is an example where it doesn't work. Right. Gotcha. Another okay. example where it doesn't work. Yeah, well, I mean, all, we can think of all examples. All examples don't work. I'm sorry. You're trying to think of one where it does work. It does work. No, it doesn't exist. If you don't have that... We thought... He, he was come, able to think of, real quick, just the Dark Knight. It's not quite it, but it's close. This, what? The Dark Knight trilogy. That's Christopher Nolan, though. Exactly. If this guy picks up, picks up the flame of the Batman kind of cinematic lineage. What are you talking it about? doesn't quite... The analogy doesn't work. Okay. I see what you're trying to say, but that's a new thing. That's a, that's a new... What I'm, what I'm trying to say is there's been there's Batman movies before, right? <laughs> yes. 89. Yes. Uh, yes. League of Batman movies. Yes. It kind of didn't work for yes. a little bit. And then no, Mr. Nolan was able to breathe new life into no, it. No, Batman always works. The Batman, is the Batman that you have is the Batman for your time. <laughs> your time, exactly. That's, that's how Batman is. He also suggested maybe the Planet of the Apes movies, but I, I don't quite know. Oh, about okay. Them. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Which I definitely like those movies. Okay. They were, they were good. So ish. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with him halfway and say the difference is those are reboots. Yeah. When I, you got a I, reboot, it can kind of work. The reboot, yeah, it's kind of more in the reboot. And especially when you have a real artist like Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but the problem with Star Wars is Disney wants a reboot, but they're making sequels. We will talk about this at length when we well, cover the sequels. It's story. hard. They want a reboot. Yeah. They fumble the ball there and then go, oh, wait, there's real money to be made of Ahsoka. <laughs> That's still reboot mentality, <laughs> you know? though. Exactly. You know, you're totally right. Interesting. Anyway, there's, there's no interest in that. I see. Conversation. I see. What, I see what Ben was saying. But that, that's sorry. This is not Ben. This is someone else. Oh, you're, you're your buddy, Weston. Yeah. Okay. My um. But I wanna. I thought that was interesting because I thought there was a better way of framing it. Of just back, bringing it back to the core question of the Star Wars even work by George Lucas. It, it seems obvious that it is not working. You know, it is not working. Is Star not Wars working. is George Lucas. Exactly. All Star Wars. It, we said this once a long time ago. The only thing Star Wars is is stuff George Lucas likes. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> Mythology, Buddhism, cars, fantasy, Flash Gordon, religion. This is stuff that he likes. Do, do you think there was someone that he could have sold Star Wars to that maybe could have? I do think there. His might clone. Have. His child. A protege of some sort. I, I don't know. I don't know either. Because you, the, you gotta have. What if Disney had bought the sequel rights and they said, "Okay, we'll do these." That's a whole new world. <laughs> remember, remember at the end of Speed Racer? When, um... We will drink, time to drink milk. Great film. <laughs> when 
Cannonball Bradley says, it's a whole new world, baby. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> that film's burned in my brain a little more than yours, I think. I think, when I think of them buying the sequel treatment plans and doing them, I think of the end of The Matrix 3, where the, the two factions strike a compromise and it's a new world order. We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. But no, that would new, be good. That would have been good. Uh, we, we deviated into the bad timeline there. Yeah. There was a good timeline. <laughs> we didn't take that path. Did not take that. But every seven, uh, every seven years, there's a new chance. We're working on it. Every we're, seven more. Be, I don't know. People, be ready next time. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Set up the plays better. Okay. Mandalorian. Mandalorian. So, we were waiting for Ahsoka. We have been hard on the show. We We, we got her. Me especially. Yes. What General impression? What do you think of the episode? General impressions of this episode. I've seen it twice. I've seen it once. This episode was very arty. Yeah. Um, perhaps it was detriment, but... It was definitely fresh to see visually. Th- visually, this was shot. It, it was not that lazy kind of TV shoot. It wasn't. Yeah. They yeah. were they were trying to do beautiful compositions. And they were kind of these austere, uh, widescreen compositions where they're really trying. And Ahsoka, I thought Rosario Dawson looked great. She looked, she awesome. looked way better. Than I thought she would. Yeah. Honestly. And the white um, lightsaber, something that I don't, as, as not a non-Rebels fan, I don't really know about them. I don't mm-hmm. know why she has them, but they mm-hmm. look cool. It I was, love, I, that was cool. It was good. I would say the production design, the shooting, it was it was better than average for this series. It was, it was good. And it's without this kind of large CGI, you know, farce that we've come to expect. Are we farce? Spectacle. Spectacle. <laughs> <laughs> my Matrix code slipped um, in my, my bar is very low at this point, yeah. but I did... In, I did I had nice things to say about this episode. Yeah, I thought <laughs> it was you? way better. I I was so I I was out of town this weekend. You know, Thanksgiving. We give thanks for the Star Wars. You don't have. have to. You can just skip straight to Christmas. Straight to Christmas where you, no. you know where you, you spend money on. They things. turn the whole month into Black Friday. Did you notice that? No, the whole of month. course. They're trying to get rid of Thanksgiving. China. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's all connected. Um, the Senate middle class needs to have more time to buy. <laughs> please, please consume. Petro dollars. Please consume. Anyway, um. So I, I was out I was out and I didn't get to watch it until I think Sunday. But uh, I received so many texts just saying, Hey, have you have you seen it yet? Have you seen it yet? And it was just mm-hmm. people were excited. My, my Star Wars my Star Wars network mm-hmm. was a was a buzz. <laughs> even, even people Nathan. You don't watch the show said I watched this episode, it was cool. I cool. Went, what? Always people reaching out to me. So I was excited to watch it and Nathan liked uh just a quick reminder, Nathan loves Rise of Skywalker. Hey. So we this is an open coalition. We are we are a podcast of ideas, not of people. Thank you. It's cool. It can't last. Anyway, um, so when I watched it, I went, Ahsoka's, she's there. She's awesome. But then I went, she's killing people. Yes. She smiles twice. And there's no setup either. And also, she is not the Ahsoka I know and love. And part of, then part of me said, well, okay. It's been decades. I didn't, I didn't watch Rebels. It's been decades. Also, she was broken. She's a broken person. Mm-hmm. And I went, okay. Mm-hmm. But even still, I, I, then I reached out to my Rebels friend. I said, hey, does, does, does she kind of gel with her Rebels betrayal? And, this, she said, and they said, not really. Hmm. And you even put your finger on it a little bit of um, the acting in that opening kind of intimidation scene with Morgan. Morgan Isbeth hmm. and Ahsoka Tano. They're just kind of scowling and saying words to each other. And you just go, are these real people? Ahsoka <laughs> Tano, to me, is a real person. Yeah. She, she visited. I mean, we've we've been with that character for a long time. We've been with her since she's she a, was she's a good friend, a twelve year old. And whatever. so, seeing her live action was really cool. There are specific moments in here where I said, "Yes, there she is." Mm-hmm. There's totally. also a lot of other times where I went, "Oh, 
I don't think Ahsoka would say that or do that. Or do that. And it, it made mm-hmm. me sad. And part of it, I think, was justified because she's been broken. Other times I went, hmm. Did, no, they, did they even understand what they had? It seems like no <laughs> one... I, I had this weird analogy that you kind of understood but kind of didn't, where it seems like since there's no one driving the Star Wars bus, everybody is just trying too hard. And there's not a re- there's not real humanity leaking out of characters like we like we love in the prequels and in the sequels. No, in no, the, I, under- in the I understood films. you. I just disagreed slightly. You obviously don't understand it then. <laughs> but anyway, there's a lightsaber doing this episode. There's some great stuff in this there's episode. Some, there's some good lightsaber action. Great fights, good action, good set design, good good shooting. So I I loved all that. And then there's stuff with Baby Yoda that I, I don't really like. So I was impressed. It's but really Baby the- Yoda him, uh, Grogu, Grogu. Grogu. He's named Grogu. Grogu. We'll still call him Baby Yoda, probably. But Grogu, in this episode, another mark of Dave Filoni. He's just more animated, more expressive. That's great. So that was another plus. He... Dave Filoni's got skin in the game this episode. You can tell. Yeah. Because, come on, he did episode one, episode five of season one. Mm -hmm. And we both... You like episode five more than I did. Well... After think of think of this episode, the austere, arty, yeah. cold, dour episode, and now think back to season five. Yeah. They at least had humanity. Maybe or, sorry, episode, episode five, fun. season one. There's some fun. There's humanity. Hmm. Humanity. I like that. I like humanity. Okay. But I guess what I'm trying to say is, the quality was went way higher here, and not in just yeah. oh it was better CGI. It was everything. Yeah. Like there was times where I said that that's a real set. There's some water there. They put a pool of water. Yeah. So that was that was nice. But I think at the end of the day, I don't believe Ahsoka Tano will return. Maybe she will. But I, I, started, I started to realize, oh, is this is Mandalorian just kind of becoming the Star Wars rummage sale of here's a character you like, here's an idea you like, there it is for an episode. You can move on. And I just kind of go, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I want Ahsoka Tano, I want her as a show. Mm-hmm. I want her as a supporting character mm-hmm. i don't want her as this checking in she says some cool names mm-hmm. she says some words mm-hmm. that i like to hear i that, don't that character's too rich yeah and there's so many burning questions yeah. that we have that it's Rogue quite one. frankly yeah. the episode didn't even attempt to answer what it can't get it, it, it falls so far outside of the show's mandate it wouldn't even, it'd be dumb if it, if it tried but the problem is the time's on screen so now i care more about her so it was just yeah it was this weird problem where i just kind of went i like it's true that the scene where Grogu and Ahsoka are kind of at the campfire, mm-hmm. and Mando's sort of walking around. I just went, I don't even, I don't care about him anymore. He can go away, please. Take him. Stupid. Why is he here? What if, what if they they fall in love? Ahsoka and Mando. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, it's attachment. Okay, should we get into the actual plot? Let's do it. Um, that hurt me. This opens hurt with. Me. I did not think it opened strong. It opens with. Well, it opens strong in some ways. Strength was displayed on screen. You love the first shot. Remember this? Was yeah, stoic. No, that was good. It was the, the very nice uh, skyline. What do, you think, what do you think of the planet? The planet sky, planet's cool. Green fog, dead trees. Yeah, interesting. Cla- so, climate so, change. Something planet. bad happened there. It's interesting. I liked it. But it's a new planet. Characters I don't know. Fighting. Okay. Fighting. In the fog. And then I see why lightsabers. And suddenly Ahsoka's just there. She's just in this medium shot, swinging lightsabers around. I go, I guess it's, I guess it's, this is the Ahsoka episode. There she is. <laughs> so there's no build-up. There's no setup whatsoever. 
and that did bother me. That was weird. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like you you got to tease that out somehow. Maybe I'm being nitpicky, but I thought I did not think that was. I a think good the opening. Rogue One approach would have been way better. Which where is you see all these soldiers get ready and it, it gets quiet and all, you and you kind of go and you, in the fog you see. Oh, it's too like the Darth Vader. Fight. Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, yeah. Just don't have her show up in a medium shot for no reason. <laughs> yeah, that's probably all it is. <laughs> she looks like you said. She looks good. What, she looks what about great. what about her is working? Do you think physically? The, the, physically, well, I don't. I mean, so something about Rosario Dawson, she, I don't know, she kind of lost weight for this role, and mm-hmm. you really, I mean, she was just very athletic. Okay. I feel like she got in shape for this. Absolutely, role. she looked she looked really good. And later on, there's a lightsaber. She's got a lightsaber up to her face, and you just see how gaunt her cheeks are. Very well cast. I just thought she looked the part. And actually, I remember you pushing back on this a long time ago. I said, Ahsoka always read as black to me. <laughs> you pushed back on that. And then we saw it live action. Truly. Well, Ducks is probably, she, she might be mixed in some Here's way. the problem. You don't understand that I have no racial coding in my mind. Okay. So you say black, and I say black. I just saw her as a as a Lego person. I saw her as, as, as a yellow skin Lego as person. As an orange. As an orange. And you're saying she's black? <laughs> she's she is she's for anybody. Anyway, very well cast. She looks great. Uh, the face just looks good. Cool markings. The, and the skin tone was very natural too. The skin tone looked awesome. Her Togruta head. <laughs> Leku? What's it called? Well, that's what to- toilets have. Leku. Okay. That guy. This is probably not the plural. same thing. Probably not. I don't. I hair. do. I her, think it did. Her hair. I, I would be curious to compare it to Shakti in high definition, but it looked really good. It looked a little rubbery at times, but there's I mean, some cool dents in it. There, yeah, it's like she she'd gotten scarred. But um, I thought I did a, an absolutely great job on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't expect it to be good because Bo-Katan. I like Bo-Katan more than you, but neither of us looked at Bo-Katan and went, "That's a slam dunk." <laughs> yeah, but we looked at Ahsoka and went, "That's Ahsoka." She has orange hair, <laughs> right? <laughs> Ahsoka's visual design was a slam dunk. Yeah. Absolutely. It's something where I said, I want to see that again. Do a movie with her. Do a movie. How can you not do an Ahsoka movie? That's so good. With Luke. Oh, he died. <laughs> Man. Star- good Star Wars is so easy. It's really easy. It's really easy. You just have to have a spark of creativity. Gosh. Anyway, so they're fighting, and I gotta be honest, I'm gonna tell you right now, I had no idea what was going on in the plot <laughs> of this episode. Uh, there were some asthma, asthma troopers. Asthma troopers. They looked cool. They looked cool. But Flush her out. I mean, for the for the rest of the episode, I never knew why people were fighting, other than that person's vaguely bad. Oh, that's very true. Yeah, she is taking control of this village, and she's just there. So it's not explained. I thought I was just no. stupid. No, it's not explained. Okay. I now I feel smart. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what did you think? Well, I like I like the kind of the stealth element. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It had some uh, splinter cell elements. Splinter cell. Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid. She's, she's kind of just walking in the mist, and she's able to completely disappear. And it's just really cool. I haven't, I haven't seen a Jedi yes. actually do that. However, and using the lightsaber as a stealth device. Yeah. You notice that she would, she would un- deignite them, unignite yeah. them, whatever you want to call it. De-ignite. She would turn them off. Turn them off. They were turned off <laughs> to hide in the shadows. That was really cool. However, um, she was just killing people. She was just killing people. Um, that was a red flag. And when I saw that, I went, okay, they're bad guys. I don't know why they're bad, but they're bad. It'd be one thing they were shooting at her, but there was something about, like, I just saw that and I just went, I don't know about that. No. Yeah. I did. I yeah. Totally. And it, it, it's, the problem is it's the self thing. 
you wouldn't have that problem if she wasn't in stealth. If they were shooting at her, mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. respect mm-hmm. it more. Mm-hmm. But the stealth is cool. The stealth is cool. So I went, this is weird. I'm conflicted. No, so anyway, she defeats them. She And she gets up to the tower. And by the way, on this tower, which is, you, you mentioned kind of a Ralph McQuarrie Japanese hat tower. <laughs> well, it's explicitly Ralph McQuarrie. Yeah. It was, uh, it was explicit. It's Jabba's Palace concept art, which was used right. on Jakku right. and also used here. Better, so. on, better on Jakku for sure. For sure. Yeah, Come I on. guess so. That's great. I like the town, though. I like the town a lot. Town's cool. I just didn't like the wall. You don't like walls? Build the wall. Build the wall. Don't build it. Don't, please stop building the wall. It's actually a border fence. Um, you mentioned that you saw a friend Michael from, Bean. Your, from your past. Michael Bean. I love Michael Bean. Michael Bean shows up, up there. in two of my favorite movies. Um, movies? Almost, almost said Transformers. Uh, Terminator. Those are my favorite movies this time? I just, Wow. I just got a text message from a Star Wars uh, friend, what you ally. Say? What do you say? He said, this new episode of Mando is so freaking stupid. It is ruining Yoda. Wow. Good. This, this man's name is Luke, so he knows what's up. Is that all he says? That's all he said. Cool. I haven't responded Well, yet. you know what, Luke? I uh, I agree with you. Totally. It's pretty obvious that he's right. But Michael Bean, Michael Bean is in Terminator. He plays Kyle Reese, father of John Connor, the man who travels back in time to fight the Terminator. I'm great. Sorry. It's a great film. You haven't seen it. I highly recommend it. Um, we kind of invented a new subgenre, actually. Interesting. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about that later. Please do. Different <laughs> podcast, I think. Save that for your other theorems. <laughs> he also shows up in another great James Cameron film, Aliens. He's, um, what is his name? Hicks. Corporal Hicks. He's kind of the guy who takes over when oh. the real the people the who are ostensibly in charge turn out to be chumps. It is Aliens. Aliens. That's the one I've seen. Yes. With the S. Yes. Interesting. So Michael Bean... I do recall that slightly. Michael Bean is kind of a hero for these you know, fans of 80s films. I haven't seen him in a really long time. I saw him here and I went, I know why I haven't seen him in a long time. Because <laughs> you forgot how to act. That's how I felt seeing... Uh, he did okay. Landau Calrissian uh, in episode He nine. was not that bad. He's not that bad. He was not that, not bad. that bad. That's not fair. He was not that bad. But it was a similar... <laughs> feeling anyway he but, wasn't good but it, you know what it was great to see him you you were happy he yeah. has a scarf um <laughs> also there's a lady wearing a kanduku cape the magistrate magistrate i like that word but then at the end the, the nice man wears it so it's no that's not evil anymore you can have magister that's cool okay right Do we have magister okay america i sure <laughs> go on go on anyway these people don't like each other they don't like the judge they so, don't like her he just she doesn't like them Morgan Elsbeth, <laughs> who we learned later, that's her name, she says, show yourself Jedi. And immediately, I just kind of went, so does Soka think of herself as a Jedi? Yeah. And that that's yeah. a rebel's question. That is just generally a rebel's question. However, I don't think she does. And so I remember, I remember being confused by that right off the bat. Being like, hmm, Totally. Now again. Now again. Again. You see a person with lightsabers, you say Jedi. That's fine. So maybe that's just all it is. That's totally fine. But yeah. Ahsoka in that moment could have said, actually, I actually, left, I left the Jedi me? Order. Excuse me? I was expelled. <laughs> and actually, she tells her she tells her, her story, and she goes, you were wronged. My, 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 my people were killed during the Clone Wars. Come on in. And then they, all come, let's talk. they all come together. Let's talk. You, you might have to spend some time in my zappy cages, but we'll be friends. <laughs> anyway, there's kind of a stand-down scene here where she says, you will tell me what I want to know. She says, how many, people, how many lives is it worth? And just, I just kind of went... I think it was kind of you're watching with you that I kind of went, this seems kind of silly. It's stupid because Ahsoka, how many lives will it take? And Ahsoka literally just killed 20 people. So that also, is that kind of threat is not going to work. Also, I'm sorry, Ahsoka's a great character. 
She's I think she is B.A. She is awesome. Yes. She's one of my favorite Star Wars characters ever. Okay. In that list of traits I like about her, I would not put the word intimidating. Or... I agree. Uh, somebody who would do this. I would... I think more of, like, Luke, who would stand down the Emperor and say, no, I won't do that. Kind of... Always have mm. the high ground a little bit. Mm. And so I see her here. Obviously, she's a complex character, and I don't quite understand her. But Maybe I she's being tempted. She's nice. she wearing black. It would be nice to get into I that. saw a little bit of black. <laughs> she, looks, she looks like Vader, okay? She looks like Vader. She, she, had, she looked angry once, okay? Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, unrelated discussion. So I kind of went, hmm. This is not Ahsoka. I see your face. It's Ahsoka. I see your right to Ahsoka. I see your, her tails. Her tails. That's Soka. Togru to tail. But I kind of went, Plo Koon would not be happy. Master Plo. Snips. This is not Snips. Anyway, but hey. <laughs> in, this, in this Star Wars deal with the devil we have now. Look, it'll be explained in a novel. <laughs> a comic book. I went, okay. And as, that's kind of where I went. Maybe Ahsoka is just kind of being molded to the tone of the show. Yeah. And then I went... Dave Filoni would know better. So I just well, this confused. this early in the in the episode, in the back of my head, I'm going. Ahsoka's kind of she's kind of dour. She's kind of upset. Yeah. She's different than I remember. Yeah. But in the back of my hand, I'm going. It's been a long time. Maybe she like we were saying. Maybe she's broken. Yeah. But as we got into the episode, I I had to let that go and simply say no. The, the show is just stupid. <laughs> stupid strong. There was one scene where you just you just said I'm done. She's like. Yeah, you, I, you crashed. Anywho, yes, she walks away, and cuts back to uh, James Bean. James Bean, Michael Bean, Michael Bean, and he goes James Dean. He goes, huh? And then goes dun 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 dun. Oh, oh, okay, the Jedi, chapter thir- fifteen. Dun 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 dun. Thirteen. Thirteen. The Jedi. And then goes to Star thirteen. Thirteen. The, please, <laughs> please. <laughs> and then it cuts to uh, space, and there's a little funny scene with the Yoda. And he wants the little silver thing. It's cute. The the I I liked I liked Yoba. Every episode has one of these now, it feels like. It definitely does. Open with But there's something to Dave Dave Filoni's view yeah. of uh Gorgu. Grogu? Grogu. I don't know. That's, that's tough Gruh. for me. Gro. Look You you have trouble with some words as a southerner, I think. Okay. Like the way you say Thanksgiving is not right. Thanksgiving. Say it's taller. Thanksgiving. Nope. All right. <laughs> I can't defend my point anymore. Move on. Thanks. <laughs> Gracefully move on. Please. We need to spend some time on this. I'm good. Grogu, Dave Filoni's view of this of the child, um, it is so sweet and sincere. I, uh, the the nature the nature of the child changes episode to episode. Carl Weathers saw him as a, kind of an action buddy, <laughs> yeah. buddy cop yeah. thing, mm-hmm. which was really funny. And then the guy before the Ant Man guy, Peyton Reed, saw him as. I don't know. Uh, uh, Abortion. A thing lacking in morality, period. Yeah. An amoral vessel of of jokes. Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni sees it as a baby. As a father. As a yeah. As a man. And I. A cowboy hat. To to be completely honest, Ahsoka's cool. That's nice. Um, Anytime we talk about the Force on Star Wars, cool, great. The portrayal of the baby as a baby. And. The, this this living breathing thing that needs a parent, I really like that. Yeah. That honestly made the episode for me. And it's just the way cool. Dave, Dave. It's hard to put this into words. Dave sees the child as a real character. It's not just a puppet thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
there are just shots in this where I looked at it and I went, that looks so much better, especially at the end when it's sleeping in the crib and its eyes are just half open. I'm just thinking, that is coming from Dave's life, from yeah. him looking at his child. I felt the same way Bryce Dallas Howard. Her, her, the motherly maternal yeah. instincts. So maybe it just comes down to people with, people with children should make Star Wars. But anyway, oh, 100%. I, that, was a, that was a big plus for me in this episode, and it kind of saved the whole thing for me. I mean, the original trilogy is pretty bad. It's not until Lucas has kids that the films really make sense. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that, that was really sweet. And also, just, just to... I don't really care about anything you said. Yes, you do. But more importantly, the bokeh was really cool. The bokeh and the cockpit. <laughs> but no, you're right. It, it's sweet. And... Uh, He's playing with the the, the, little the ball, ball thing. The little ball. And we've seen that in other episodes. It was, it was just cute. Mm-hmm. We land and we see these kind of emu-like creatures. I don't know. I'm saying the word emu. It just sounds right. Emu. Yeah. I don't know if that's right. They du- were like... Dewback. Tall dewback. with two legs. But really tall. Yeah. Stilts. Yeah, was, you're right. Cool. They were. I just. I liked them. And they weren't even. They weren't even giving a close up. It was just like they're. they're it there. was just a thing in the background. Nice it was. Went. It was just kind of a silhouette in the atmosphere. Cool. It was awesome. It was, there that was, was a tasteful restraint there. I very thought. Star Warsy. Yeah. I that was it. great. Um, they get out and <laughs> the baby walks down the steps and goes. <laughs> it's just almost like it was too much, and that's where <laughs> it's revealed that he's got the ball and. Goes, oh, we on, forgot dude. the, the shot of him sitting in, in the, the cockpit, and he's just got his hands kind of <laughs> he's clasped. Like, yes. <laughs> he's, he is. I'm here. I'm ready. And that's where he's, he is. We didn't really tell the scene. He he unscrews the thing with the force. Which and is, that wasn't really resolved. It wasn't resolved because it's a very loud squeaking Yeah. in a small cockpit. How does how does the Mandalorian not realize that? Anyway. I'm sure he didn't notice. Anyway. Baby's cute in this episode. Anyway, then he says, I'm going to go to the, the village. Can we just skip to the good parts? Or the interesting parts? Sure. So Mandalorian meets, I don't know, he lo- Magistrate. Well, hold on. We got we to gotta at least talk about uh, the Zap Cages. Okay. The town was cool because he goes in for information. The town was really cool. He goes in for information and no one will talk to him. Mm-hmm. And he starts talking to this, this older gentleman who's talking to some kids. And he says, she, he says please don't talk to us. You're making everything worse. Mm-hmm. And he goes, mm-hmm. the Magistrate wants to talk to you. COVID. They had kind of a half-life voice. It was kind of cool. That was cool. I love that. Yeah. And we walk past them. They don't even get a close-up. There's just these people... In shock cages. Yeah. And I go, oh. Being crucified. That, that was cool because that, that all of a sudden, like you said, what's the plot of this? Who knows? Who knows why they're fighting? You see that and you say, bad. Bad. That helped me. Totally. <laughs> and you open, the doors open and all of a sudden, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say the village was in poverty, but however. No, it was, it, yeah, it was, it was definitely a wealth divide. Sort of shantytown versus yeah. this walled, beautiful Japanese garden with exposed pipes. <laughs> a little bit, of, they kind of mix their art design there a little bit. It looked kind of it was a it was strange because it was kind of crummy looking. It was kind of mossy green. Just kind of the green tint of the town made mm-hmm. it look like it was bad. Anyway, it's it's clear that this woman has standards. No, she, the, she lives in the in the governor of the mayor's palace, yeah. and it's walled off from everybody else. She's living better than the others, absolutely. Despite the exposed pipes, she's. <laughs> that's, that's why she's killing the people in the town. <laughs> she's so angry. She's putting some sort of red incense in the water. I don't understand it. it I didn't notice that. Interesting. It was a great shot, but it never turned to him. She's really feeding sad. the koi, the fish, but she fed too many. It became a news story. It was actually quite horrible. <laughs> um, oh, I like how you spun that out. That, that was, was too deep cut. That was good. That was way too deep cut. Where's that from? That's from reality. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Anywho. Um, when, a cer- when a certain man visited a certain- I know this. This is, the, this is the guy who's walking in the water, and there's just all these fish following him? No, I'll tell you okay. later. Okay. 
I, I want true fans will know. Tell me now. <laughs> anyway, um, who's this great kind of Japanese austere? Look, she sounds Japanese, dude. If there's a if there's a word for this episode, it's austere. Austere. I'm glad you said that actually, because uh, yeah. So this episode is going with that kind of artier, more composed, more. Cre- what am I trying to say? A more artistic approach, more serious, kind of more filmic, a little bit less TV. Yeah. They're going for this kind of Japanese samurai thing. Yeah. And in Japanese films, you've got there's a lot of silence in these films. And it's really cool when Japanese people do it because they get it. When Dave Filoni does it, I went, I'm, I'm bored. This is this is kind of riding the line between long. Okay, so there's a fine line between long, drawn out, interesting, austere, tension building scene, and sure. then just boring. It's <laughs> <laughs> very true. <laughs> However, whenever it was a wide shot in profile, I was good. I was good. I was good. You were good. I was good. I just want to say that. Someone says, says this uh, online. They said that this episode is. There's a time. There's a time where in this episode where you get a samurai duel with a western duel at the same time. Yeah, kind of what no, happened. I, I, you get some. Goals. I get it. I get it. I see what they're saying. But you don't like it. You don't like that duel for some reason. No. no we'll have to talk about. Well. Anyway, Morgan Smith says, "Hey, there's a, there's a Jedi plaguing me," and it's, the plot kind of thickens, and you go, "Interesting." Man, I can kind of play both sides here, but clearly he never considers once killing Ahsoka, and he kind of gets he's able to get the information from her of, to where she is. But she offers him this spear of pure metal Beskar. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. He taps it against his armor and he goes... And he goes, that's Beskar. <laughs> that, that's a Cara Dune fist right there. That's Beskar. Um, anyway. Um, they, also in the background, there's these kind of ceremonial droids. These are HK units, um, which is from the Knights of the Republic. Oh, for real? But they're, they're a different line, though. They had kind of samurai helmets. I'm not familiar with what they are. I gotta be honest, I was let, I was let down by them. They looked really cool. They moved really cool. Yeah. They were taking out like jumps. Of course. Remember, well, you remember, she, she slashes one of them. The other one jumps on the roof, and you kind of whooped when Mandalorian just shot him in the head. But at the same time, I'm like, that's a cool droid. No, I'm with you. I deserve more. He deserved more. Well, we'll talk about that later, but I was just craving any action. <laughs> you were craving anything, craving please. Anything. So then he leaves. Uh, I think him, <laughs> he's got Baby Yoda with him the whole time. And oh wait, no, he's but he's being carried in this little pouch, little pouch. which was great. Yeah. And again, Dave Filoni, the pram's gone. Just, the pram, don't need Thank it, goodness. don't want it, don't need it. Him in the pouch, number one, is just funny. Yeah, because um, one of the guys, someone sees it and goes, "What's that?" Yeah, and he goes, "Oh, it's mine." I hold it for luck. It's for good luck. It's for good luck, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> but there's this great shot, and again, Dave Filoni, he has an affinity for this childlike character. This great shot of baby, the baby's eyes just poking out of the pouch. And I think he's looking at the garden at that point. He's looking at no, something in the garden. No, yeah. That's, that's the, the scene I was talking about where he, she's putting incense in the water and he goes... Okay, and he mm. looks at that. Yeah. <laughs> Which is tough because I wanted that to pay off. I, and it never did. But I, yeah, no, that's too bad. But I love that... I mean, that's how a child would see this. Even a 50-year-old child would see this and go, I'm seeing something new. I'm just totally wide-eyed. I'm totally in the moment. Well, is he a child? Or is he a Jedi Knight? <laughs> Padawan. Anyway, goes in the desert. Desert. The forest. Also, every door is allowed to shut. I like that. There's so many deserts in Star Wars. That's just your go-to. I said, oh, shoot. Wrong planet. <laughs> um, he's going. He's out there. He's walking. He said, these are the coordinates. He puts Yoba down on a rock. And he's looking around with a little scope, which we thought looked oh, kind of dumb. Where have we seen that before? I guess in a different episode. He's definitely in this before. Yeah. Oh, no. It, I think it happened in the first one. Yeah. Season, season two, where he's looking at the crate dragon. Okay. But it was IMAX. That was just better there. 
That's what it was. That's what it was. But we were wondering why can't his helmet do this? Yeah. I mean, come on. Well, the theory I have is what it I needs told, to be like I told you before is that a Mandalorian helmet, you see 360. <laughs> You're right. Then, it's a, then way a, a single a single lens uh, telescope would it? It wouldn't make sense. But you would need that. Also, it would make you throw up if all of a sudden your 360 <laughs> view diopted around. Diopted. <laughs> Doctor Lens. Doctor Lens. It all comes together. <laughs> Anywho, he's talking to the baby. It's cute, and all of a sudden, a lady comes out of nowhere and attacks him. And it's it's so cool because Ahsoka likes to fight. Like like all Jedi, they love to fight. Frank <laughs> is just shaking his head. So she attacks him, and look, I get it's an ambush, but she goes for a kill shot basically. But it's cool because we're seeing for the first time lightsabers against Beskar. I'm like, whoa! He's able to use that strategically. And he uses the flamethrower, and she uses his. He, and then she backs off, and then she uses. He uses his his grappling line to ensnare. Which she's really smart. She jumps up, goes on a tree, and it pulls him up, and he cuts it down. And then they, he squared to fight again. He says, "Hey, you're Sogotano. Bogotan sent me." She actually introduces. She introduces herself and says, uh, "I'm Sogotano." No. Oh. No. She. He introduces her. <laughs> Look, you're. Well, all I'm trying to say is, I found it humorous that they kept using her first and last name. Sogotano. Even in the subtitles. There is definitely um, a Sokotano size. Yeah. yeah, that was definitely a marketing decision of like, people don't know who she is. Oh, for real? I'm. What else could it be? How about just Ahsoka? People might, people are going, do they mean Ahsoka in Farewell? That great piece of music <laughs> from music. Ken no, Burns' The Civil Ahsoka War? Tano. I get uh, it now. Got it. That makes sense to me. <laughs> Have I ever told you my, my greatest dream no. is to go home to my family, <laughs> my, my music-loving family? Yes. And they're just sitting around. Maybe, maybe my brother who plays the guitar is fiddling on guitar. Maybe my dad is maybe on the piano. They're just kind of humdrumming as they do. And all of a sudden, I whip out a violin and I play a soak very well. And they go, where is the music coming from? And they look down at me and they say, this son, this son of mine does not know music. He's not in the way of the instrument. Well, that's what I want to happen. You broke your violin and then gave up. So. I did not break it. I fixed it. You did fix it. I well, you know, you did break it. A string was broken. That's all that happened. Okay. It's not breaking. Okay. And then you fixed it. I fixed it. I bought new strings. I retuned it. I got a rubber dampener. Anyway, this is too much information. You didn't play it, though. There's a whole story. What happened was, very briefly, <laughs> there's a strange moment in my life where I woke up in the morning and I heard a cat going, Row! Okay. Anyway, this is weird. Okay. I was like, is the cat in the house? I didn't know what was happening. A few days later, I don't hear it again. The next day, I'm starting to play the violin. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I hear a cat again. And the cat's going, Row! And I just go, oh, I must be making a cat upset by how badly I'm playing. Is this true? And then I start to realize, wait, I think next door neighbor is playing this sound to mock me. No. And then I go, I'm done. That's not true. <laughs> this is true. Okay. But then later I realize, <laughs> I think this is someone's alarm. Anyway, it was very confusing. This story doesn't check out. <laughs> it has, has some holes. We're just going to leave it, it some holes. in the past. Um, what's weird here is, so as soon as... He says, I, th I hope you can help. I want to talk to you. She says, I hope it's about that guy. And I thought that was weird. Because the, yeah, immediately. Also, tonally, it just, yeah. I just wanna, again, Ahsoka, again, she's broken. She's maybe calmer. She's maybe a bit more, she doesn't trust as easily. There should be this sense. moment where she is shocked to see this being. Yeah. And it's not played that way. She, well, she, she's only a few moments of her, of her humanity in this episode. And she does a really good, Dawson does a great job playing those. Mm -hmm. But there's just too few of them. And there's... If, if Ahsoka Tano is anything, she is... Caring. Sweet. Caring. Expressive. 
Worried about attachments. She's a, she's a pure Anakin. I'm kidding. I hate you. She's a pure Anakin, and I um, I did not like seeing her just kind of used for TV transition. Yeah, no, for, I hear for you. exposition. Basically. Totally. Uh, yeah, anyway, I got you. I got you. She says, "Ooh, this is this is interesting. I need, I need to talk to her." And then it cuts to nighttime, and there's this great moonshot where it's just her and the baby just staring at each other across this. Like what you said was you said it was a Dago Ball lamp. It is. Definitely, by the way, Dagobah vibes from this planet. Mm-hmm. There weren't a ton, but the green trees, Dagobah. Yeah, Dagobah. and there's something about, well, the, the twisted... Gnarly. The the metaphor of the twisted, gnarly forest is, uh, you're lost. How do you get out? You gotta find your way out. Is and, she lost on this planet? I mean, that... that I'm creating a better story in my <laughs> mind where she is kind of dejected. And she's maybe heard that the Emperor's fallen, but she doesn't know what to believe. And then she sees this thing, and it guides her out of the forest. Well, that'd be great, except that's it definitely is, not Not it. what they did at all. But it is a Dagobah lamp. It is not the one that Yoda plays with. Because that's more of a little flash. It's more of the key light for the scene. In the background. Yeah, sure. I'm just saying the prop. Yeah. It's not that lamp. It is that loop. iconic lamp. <laughs> mine, mine, Yoda mine, has mine. Yoda plays with a little flashlight. But there's another lamp in the scene. Two. There's another lamp in the scene. Fans, may, might, fans might not. You know may that. not have noticed this. <laughs> you may have noticed this. But it is. It makes a return here. It's kind of like, like a, an alarm you'd see in a military base. It's kind of got that. Okay. Shatter guard around it. It's no. It's like it's like an alarm you'd see in a gym because a basketball could. Just, I see could what you're it. saying. Yeah. I'm just smart. What if, what if those are cooling fins? I hate you. <laughs> anyway, and there's so they're just kind of staring at each other. And it's all in profile. Kinda, so you can't see their faces or their emotions. <laughs> Din is kind of just pacing. And the, he, this is a great shot where she picks him up. And it's just, they're so, it's just Yoda and Ahsoka. Saying, never thought I would see together in live action. Moon behind them. It's cool. They have fun cares. Awesome. Yeah. They, they kind of reset the scene. Din comes over. They're talking. He says, yes, uh, Grogu has told me very much. Grogu? <laughs> Who? <laughs> what do you think of that name, Grogu? Didn't think? like it. I mean, I can barely say it. I keep getting it wrong. You liked no. You liked it when we watched it. You went, oh, the true name. I did no. Hold on. You liked that there was a name revealed. You did not yes, like the name. I, exactly, exactly. And again, true name is this kind of I don't know fantasy mythological archetype where uh, there's there's the person you think you are, and then there's your true self, and oftentimes a true name comes with that. And you know they didn't use the term true name in this, but you know no one named him. Yeah. He's a baby. He can't speak. But she's talking about his name is Grogu, just, and she's confident. She's saying this is a fact. His name is Grogu. So that made me think of True Name. Mm. Like this this thing this name comes from within. This is a name he was named by the Force. And when he when he says it, the baby goes. Huh? That was cool. No, I like that a lot. I did not like the name Grogu. I keep wanting to say Gorgu. It's, it sounds too a little too fancy. A little yeah, too sci-fi. It's yeah, not quite right. Totally. It's not. Uh, it doesn't have Lucas touch. Lucas would have been like, no, sorry guys. Absolutely. Darth Vicky. Axe Wolves. <laughs> Axe Wolves. That's a good name. Axe Wolves is stuck with me. <laughs> it's good. There's something about it. But no, when he, the second she says Grogu and he sort of lights up. It works. It's cool. It's cool. I really like um, There's that many things in life I'm really confident about. Okay. Do you want to talk about this some other time? We're, Maybe. we're, we're, we're in a, we're in a, we're in a uh, time in our political mm. and geopolitical. Mm. Mm moment mm-hmm. where we see news and we go is that true i don't know right where the, there, the truth the truth's hard to find there are a few topics though where i know i'm right 
I don't even have to look at what you're saying. I know I'm right. Totally. There's kind of that chattering class of Star Wars journalism. Okay. Quote, unquote, comicbook.com, comic.net. And there was some bizarre article I saw on Facebook where they said, this this and I, this is before I even seen the episode. I think maybe maybe it was after actually. I'm sorry, but it said it said maybe the the child in the Mandalorian breaks with tradition on Yoda species naming. And I went, do you mean it doesn't start with the letter Y? And I just I just dismissed that immediately. I just went, this is didn't even read it. I didn't read. It. I didn't good, have to. Good for you. I didn't have to. Yeah, guys knew I I know more. Yeah. than this person. Do. <laughs> Anywho. Um, Clearly, they don't know about, about Master Vandar and Kotor. So you're stupid, fools, <laughs> fools. Anyway, um, I don't. They, I have no idea what they're claiming. But yeah, that name doesn't quite work. And um, Grogu, it kind of Grogu to me sounds like an alien. Yeah, not Yoda. Totally, Yoda is a friend. Yoda is yeah. I, I, I Grogu sounds almost like a villain. Gorgonites. Grogu makes me think of Greedo. The Gorgonites. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Gorgonites. The Gorgonites. <laughs> That's a great movie. <laughs> Archer. All right. my, name, my name is Archer. <laughs> of the Gorgonites. I love that movie. I love Archer. I love Archer. Archer and uh who's who's the bad guy? That's the thing is the bad guys were uh, uh Chip Hazard. Chip Hazard for duty. Man. That's a great movie. They were uh, so cool. I, I wish that the Gorgonites had been made. 5% cooler because they were just chumps in the they're movie. stupid <laughs> so st- but I love them. I love Archer Archer's really cool okay oh, anyway <laughs> Star Wars it's all hey, connected small soldiers check it out it's all connected um, <laughs> so I didn't love that and then we, we also learned that when they were just staring at each other this is kind of the first bitter pill to swallow mm. is that Ahsoka was reading Grogu's mind mm-hmm. and I kind of went telepathy in Star Wars is that legal <laughs> Mind raping this child. <laughs> Communication. I mean, it could have been like a Last Jedi thing. Um, mind, I don't know what you call it there. Uh, force bond, force dyad. I don't know. Look, I like the telepathy in Last Jedi. I'm, I'll say that. I okay. will say that. But that was, they move their mouths. You're right. And there's a whole, there's a whole thing dedicated to it. The problem not, is, what they're trying to do is, they're trying to make Baby Yoda not a baby. Even though it's clearly a baby. And yeah. so we can't, he, he can't talk, so, oh, uh, I'm reading his thoughts. No, you're right. You're right. Oh, yes. I, he you're told right. me that, well, uh, uh, Grogu actually was in the Jedi Temple. Man, the Jedi Masters trained him. And I just went, <laughs> no. what? That's, 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 that's where your friend's comment of ruining Yoda definitely is spot on. Because we have not talked about that in a long time. Mm-hmm. We beat that horse pretty dead. It's we pretty did. bloody. We Frankly, did. it'd be unkind to beat it anymore, but let's do it. Yoda is this one thing I don't need to understand who he is, mm-hmm. how he ages. Mm-hmm. He's just cool. I'm good. But now all of a sudden, <laughs> he, 50 years, he's basically a toddler, but he's also a Jedi who can use the Force. He's, dude, he's a Padawan. He's been trained. There's this maybe, point, meant, maybe she meant potty trained. Oh, gosh. He's been potty there's trained there's for this part where... So it says, and then when the Empire rose to power, which I thought was a cool line, somebody took him from the temple. I went, who? I, I know. I also I said, said who. I think maybe actually it was you. It was I, me. I internalized your who is my who. Um, <laughs> Doctor Who. And then... Um, Doctor Who sucks. And then, and then, he, then she said, and then his memories go dark. And I just went, this is a child. He can't remember five minutes ago. Also, this is... You, when you combine how much time we're talking about, we're talking about 27 years. Yeah. And I just went, what? You're right. So I just, I just kind of went like, what? 
are we talking about? Was he a baby 27 years ago? What was he? He was able to use a force. What was he 27 years ago? A tadpole. Um, <laughs> somebody on, on YouTube that watched this today edited together the <laughs> edited together the scene with Anakin killing the younglings <laughs> with a shot of Baby Yoda hiding. <laughs> and it was perfect. <laughs> it was really cute. It was really funny. But I just am kind of getting tired of the episode three and four middle ground timeline. Mm. I love that. It's a very rich story, right? You the Jedi being hunted in the hands of a real storyteller. But they never do that story. Exactly. In the hands of a... Well, Fallen Order, kind of. Kind of. In the hands of a storyteller, that can be great. However, what that time period has been is just inventing new character who you didn't see on screen and just hiding him it's somewhere just a, in the it's, just, it's more of a dumping ground. It's a dumping ground. Yeah. It's, here's where a character fits that we want, that we didn't have the time to tell. Yeah. And I just kind of like, Grogu does not. Grogu. Look, isn't it way cooler for Baby Yoda to not know where he came from even still? Because we should be keeping the mystery. How cool would it have been if... Go on. Just one day. Okay, sure. You know, Jakku. Why not? Jakku. Why not? That's a planet. <laughs> you see the lady. The lady in Rise of Skywalker. The, the nomad. Yeah. The old lady? And she's just, she's traveling. And you actually, it's just, it's just 10 minutes of her. She's scavenging. So that, wait, you're talking about cold open yeah. on that. First episode of season one. I'm into this. She's, no, I like she's, it. She's, I like coming, this. she's scavenging. She yeah. finds a, a stormtrooper helmet. She's cleaning. I can this will be me. Sure. One eighth portion. Sure. And then she's... She, a sandstorm starts to come and she starts looking around for, for, you know, for cover and she sees a cave. She goes, okay, I go in there. She starts to go in and she hears a... Mm-hmm. And she goes in and mm-hmm. just in the middle of the cave there's this beam they're, of... There's they're, a beam dead, of they're dead bodies everywhere. <laughs> no. But the only survivor is... No, I was thinking of... You're, you're doing a Jesus thing. There's just, there's just a naked child in yeah, the middle. He's a Jesus. And she goes, what is this? And then you just... A beam of light. I don't know. Just, just, Yoda is. You, you have to admit, Yoda is not just a character. Yoda is. He is. He is in the fabric of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. to, to, to make him just another species another of character. Thing. Yeah. I didn't like that. So at least if you had like this weird spiritual thing where there can only be one Yoda, right. and he's reborn somehow. Right. That's what I was trying to say earlier. Was um, when Ahsoka sees Grogu for the first time. As a Star Wars fan, when we saw the child, we went, oh my god, a second Yoda. Oh my god. Yeah. That exists? This must be, inc- this is incredible. That, was, she not, just that went, was not her reaction. She just went, oh. I've only seen one. Who's that guy? I've only seen one. But then she learns that he's at the temple and she's, I mean, it's no She's big, pretty chill about it. Yeah, she's pretty, she should be, she, she should. She should. She should go. She should be. The council lied to me. Again. <laughs> no, there was be, more. She, she should be sad because we haven't really seen her, we've only seen her react a little bit to Orsay's she, she should go. This, this poor child, this poor being ensnared in this war that I was a part of. It's and there's just, this really good part where she says, you know what? I love the Jedi. They were wrong about attachments. I will raise this child. I will start a new Jedi order. And that, that, I really like that part. I hate you. <laughs> one, one last thing on my, on my <laughs> mythical Baby Yoda opening is Luke is starting a new temple. Yeah. And then maybe Master Yoda appears to him in a dream. It's a vision. Okay. A, a ghost. Oh, a dream. A dream. It's, it's not a vision. This is a dream. I like that more. And maybe, hey, Master Yoda, you've, like got, you've returned. And he said, he's, yes, yes, boss. <laughs> Good try. Good try. <laughs> I'm done. All right, look, I respect and he says, he says, He says, you're starting a new order. I get you're doing something different. We can disagree. But good job. <laughs> I'm, sending, I'm sending one of my, one of my beings to you. I'm sending the helper. 
And what you what, what you the helper. Like exactly. What you learn is Master Yoda, through his thousands of years of life, dude. he's a stabilizing influence for the Duo of the Jedi. He he maintains the culture. Dude. He preserves the history. There can be no order without yeah. this thing. This is without he, the new incarnation of Exactly. Yoda. He preserves the Jedi Order. But check this out. He comes in the form of child because that's what the Jedi Order needs at this time. It, it, the Force oh, knows goodness. what you need now is attachments. You need family. Yeah. Attachment. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! And then he's and then Luke is able to raise it in his Jedi Order way, and yes. that imprints a thousand years of Jedi. Incredible. Totally. There's peace for a long time <sighs> until the shadow grows and festers, and there's a time of chaos again. And then the White Throne must be defended at all costs. Okay. That's in there too. <laughs> we all know that. <laughs> Did you listen to the last podcast? <laughs> oh, we, we, we I love that. That's that's a great idea. I, I love that. Um, Star Wars, we Jedi family. Star Wars will never be whole until you. I tell, love that. Until he took you the tell form him. of a child. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> good good thinking. That's. Thanks. I'll give you a gold star on that one. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. You really inspired me. But then Ahsoka <laughs> says, "Okay, we're gonna train. We're gonna test his abilities in the morning." And there's kind of this, this weird scene where she. Why not now? It's dark. Okay, we couldn't get ex- exposure. She floats a rock at him. She says, hey, send the stone back. Okay. It was a horrible CGI rock. What? No. I mean, it was. It was a rock. It, it was CGI. Okay, but it was a rock. Yeah. Of course, it's, it's, it, you pointed out, and you're absolutely right, it's reminiscent of... The great, um, the great, the great, the great, iconic One of the best scenes. Scene. <laughs> Honestly, it is a good scene. It is good. I love it. Um, when Anakin levitates the pear... The, the Nubian pear towards Padme. You know, the pear really is a romantic fruit. Sure. I don't like pears, but they're kind of soft, delicate, female. It's true. It's not like sand. It's it's true. You know I'm right. <laughs> and he's going, it's not like here. Everything's here soft and delicate. And Padme thinks, me? And he holds up a pear. <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> delicious. We didn't have this on Tatooine. <laughs> That's funny. It's succulent fruit. That's funny. <laughs> Interesting. Garden of Eden. But it has the hourglass woman shape, too. Okay. It's just pear shape, actually. There are different woman shapes. I don't really want to get into it. There's hourglass shape, but then the pear shape something else. Okay, okay I'm sorry. It. Moving on. Um, I should stop. <laughs> but it's interesting. Uh, Star Wars loves religion. <laughs> okay. Clearly. Uh, Garden of Eden is paradise. What is paradise? Paradise is man sort of one with nature. And everything is provided for him. Man doesn't work. Mm-hmm. This is lush, beautiful paradise. Well, fair. Portrayed uh, very well in the, in the film Noah. Check it out. <laughs> Check it out, please. <laughs> where does Anakin come from? He comes from a desert. Mm-hmm. All, Anakin was born into a world where he was lacking. He was missing the things that he needed. That's the beginning of a tragic hero right there. <laughs> we did see that film. It was a good story. It's good. We've talked about it at length. We, we, didn't, we never said that, though. <laughs> That's great. I like that. Cool. Good job, George. George's awesome. Every day reveals new, new wonders of his. Can't be replaced. Of his, of his okay. So um, anyway, the the pear scene. I did want to think about the the rock levitating. P, I'm sh- uh, because I'm cynical, and I know the. <gasps> st- I like you named them the Star Wars uh, journalism class. The chattering class. <laughs> the chattering class. There you go. Yes. Who says that? <laughs> Who says that? Thomas Sowell. Ross Douthat. Thank yeah. you. Well, he's part of that. Wow. He's aware. He's self aware. Um. Ross Douthat, if you're out there, I know you're coming around to the prequels. I appreciate that. This is the that. second time he's got to mention this podcast. I, I, yeah, so I appreciate, weird. I appreciate that. <laughs> you attacked him brutally in the last I didn't, episode. I didn't. I like him. He's a good, he's a good man. Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. Look, this is, this is a highly educated podcast. 
season breakaway. Anyway, the chattering class, I'm sure, will say something like, yeah, we love this scene. It was great. It was great. But then you would ask them, well, what do you think about that scene with Padme and Anakin? They go, oh, terrible. Same scene. You know I'm right. I want you to say that we were talking earlier about <laughs> globalist nationalists. <laughs> there being two paradigms yes. in America. <laughs> and something about the narrative driving one of those factions. <laughs> the, gay, the gay institutional narrative, as what Eric Weinstein says. <laughs> the the Jinn. The Jinn has an opinion on the Star Wars prequels and the Mandalorian. It does. That's not good. It's in direct opposition to our opinion. That's have, not, you no, have you noticed that? Interesting. Have you noticed We're that? We're fought at every, every corner. Interesting. Because, yeah, you, the Chattering class would say, oh my gosh, she, she talks about Order 66. Oh my gosh, she's talking about the Empire. Mm-hmm. So what? <laughs> I, I So I recently watched Interstellar. Okay. It's a great film. And you liked it? It's good. She said they she what? In that film in that film the the planet is becoming barren. It is, it Earth. is on the way out. Earth. And it, the, Earth, yeah, thank you. <laughs> and Chris Nolan's genius, he 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 paints the, the world as if it was a new Great Depression. Spiritually, right. uh dust, right, he uses dust bowl literally, literally uses Great Depression interviews to open the film. It's genius. Um cool. But Ken Burns actually a friend of a friend of the program. <laughs> And what he says there is there's a whole generation of people who are destined to be caretakers, not dreamers. Mm. And that's kind of the main conflict of the film, is that Matthew McConaughey's character, Cooper, Coop, he's a, he's a dreamer. He wants to achieve, and he wants his, his, his children to achieve. But He's born at the wrong time. Everybody is being pushed into a caretaking role. Mm. There's, there's, people have accepted the, the, the decline of society. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's where Star Wars is now. We, we, we are witnessing... We're managing the decline. We are, we are witnessing the caretaker generation of Star Wars. Gosh. We're just nursing it. You're right. Uh, the same breast milk over and over again. The Bible talks about... Okay. Um, we're going here? The Bible talks about... Uh, oh, that you were mature so that we wouldn't have... I, w- I have to feed you spiritual milk like a child. Hmm. Oh, so that we could move on. This is not the right quote. I'm hmm. so sorry. Basically, he talks about crave spiritual milk. However, there's more to it than that. Interesting. There's more to it than that. And we, we're getting the same milk. Jedi Empire. Interesting. Okay, we got it. We, we get it. It's like, it's like that one moment in episode eight when Luke Star Wars says, and Darth Sidious failed. It's this great moment, but at the end of the day, we respond to it because it's good Star Wars. And it's saying words we like. And that's, that's, the, new, that's the new standard of what is good Star Wars. You've called it information in other episodes. Information. Doesn't work. Anywho, I, 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 I still, I agree wholeheartedly. It's a great moment, though. I still love when Luke Skywalker says the word Darth Sidious. It it, it, did, good. it did feel good, especially because no one in the original trilogy says Darth Sidious. So it's good stuff. It works out anyway. I agree. Ew. Well said. Um, back to back to the show. This television show. <laughs> Ahsoka floats it. He is stubborn. He goes. <laughs> he drops the stone. And Mandalorian gets kind of upset. Really fast. Let's see. He's stubborn. And I went. What? You kind of went. What? Why is he so upset? And she says, you, you need to try. He's okay, hey kid, float the stone. Grogu, float the stone. I like he, that. He doesn't do I it. I like how he went, okay, lady. I'll try this, but... His name's not Grogu, his name's Kid. The Kid. Yeah. It's kind of Han Solo. I love it that. was good. It was good. And then he says, she says, connect with him. He said, oh, okay. He pulls out the metal orb and he goes... It's a sweet thing. He says, great job, kid. It's this really sweet moment. Yeah. I wanted to see his face. And for some... Oh my gosh, you're totally right. He could kiss Here's him. a question. Here's a question. He could hug Pascal and kiss him. Is he in the armor at any point in the show? I I heard someone. T- 
told me this. I have no idea if it's true. I didn't look it up because I don't care because I don't care about Star Wars anymore. I actually said to you earlier, I had not thought about Mandalorian all weekend, all week. And you said, you mentioned to it, you mentioned it to me today, I think. And I went, I'm actually proud of the fact that I didn't care. But anyway, so I, I heard wow. this, that he was having some issues with production and they just, I don't know, they just cut him out. And of course, yeah. they could easily do that. Well, he's a super talented actor. It's like, why would you put this guy under a helmet? It's, he's yeah. a great actor. Stupid. 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 He was in some movie recently I saw. Wonder Woman. I mean, he's in that movie, but I don't know if you've seen that. I don't even know if it's out yet. He's definitely in Wonder Woman, new one. But there was some trailer I watched where I was like, that's better by Castle. Anyway, he's, he's a great actor. I like him a lot. He's in um, Narcos, which is a terrible show, but uh, he's good in it. Cool. Anyway. Good job, dude. I wish I could see him. And for some reason, a, tro- a, a normal person respond is, response is, good. This baby does have potential. You know, we can, we can, use, we can use this. Soka says, sorry, I can't train him. Can't He's do got it. an attachment, and I've seen firsthand what can happen to the best of us. I believe this is the part where I went. You went. Where oh, I just no. totally checked out. Because, <laughs> look. <laughs> You mentioned uh, earlier uh, when we hear stories and we hear things and we just go, nope. This was that for me where you're trying to tell me that the Star Wars I've watched for decades now and you're trying to tell me that didn't happen with with a line like that. Wait, hold on. What do you mean by that? Why did Ahsoka leave the Order? Mm -hmm. Was it because she was following the rules and she cared about attachments? Yeah. No, it wasn't. It It was because... She understood, I mean, she was wrong by them for one, so they had, you know, there's that. But she understood that Anakin represented this paradigm shift. She loved Anakin. She said there's several times, she says multiple times, there is no Jedi like him, and that's why I love him. But then? But, th- but then? Anakin falls. Anakin falls to the dark side, yes, of course. But, <laughs> yes, of course. Yes, of, co- of course. But your response to this was, I hate this, and that was mine too, however... Why, see, why can't Soka just be wrong? Just be wrong. Do you, it, you are making it sound like the show and Star Wars believes this. Which is very fair because Ahsoka is not shown as a flawed character at all. Mm-hmm. Which I don't like. Ahsoka is just, is just a, uh, a script reading device in this show. With the occasional glimpse of humanity. You know, she, she smiles at the child. You know, like you're totally right. Um, that could be it. I didn't even consider that. Uh, but in my defense, the show doesn't explain it at all. Yeah, it's right. just... You've got, there's so much story with this character that we don't know. I mean, we floated the idea recently, very good idea, (laughs) great idea actually, one of the best ideas, that Ahsoka could meet Luke and learn, actually Anakin did die a good man. You're vindicated, right? Yeah. So Not only that though, it's because that puts a whole wrinkle in our narrative. It's not that, it's not simply attachments with the downfall of the Jedi Order. Attachments are what saved the galaxy. Exactly. It was Vader's humanity with Luke. So So it's this weird thing where... She, she, she only got half the telephone message in Star Wars. Right. That character, I'm glad you pointed out that, yeah, Anakin failed the dark side and all this stuff. But she understood, in, she understood Anakin in a way no other Jedi did. And I just personally don't buy that she would suddenly revert back to the dogma. To, Obi, to almost Obi-Wan level dogma. Right. I, and, I just don't buy that. I mean, this... Because she's smart enough, I'm sorry to interrupt you, she's smart enough, 
I'm not, I'm not that sorry, though, because I'm doing it. <laughs> She's smart enough to know the Jedi Order had some deep problems. I mean, she, she left the Order. Uh, so there's, I just don't buy it. There's just I no don't way. buy it for many reasons. One is, you know, first of all, Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon sees it. Anakin is way too old to look into training, and Qui-Gon sees that. And I, I think that, I just, for some reason, believe Ahsoka is to that point, like you're saying. I don't know mm-hmm. why I believe that. Mm-hmm. Another, another mm-hmm. reason is, is in Rebels, Ezra Bridger is a character. I don't believe Ezra... He's like 15, 14, 13, 12. I don't know. He's got friends. He's a child. He's, a, he's, a, he's literally, I believe his whole story arc is he loves Lothal, his home planet. He loves it. Okay. He loves the people there. And that's actually important for a rebellion, I believe. Again, I don't sure. know the story of Rebels. I'm sorry. Nationalism. But Kane, <laughs> Lothal is a nation of people, not, not ideas. They have no ideas in Lothal. They're stupid. <laughs> um, but Kanan, again, I don't know the story of Rebels, so I'm sorry. I watched like one episode. <laughs> but... Look, it's not that good. <laughs> but um, actually, there's some really cool things. We're, we're talking about Star Wars becoming more fantasy and discussions. Rebels does that. There's a, there's a scene where I was just watching Rebels, and all of a sudden there's just two wolves. There's a shadow wolf and a, a white wolf. And they're bigger. They're like Clifford the Red, big red dog size. Oh. And I just kind of went, that's interesting. I don't know if I like it, but that, I don't know what it's I'm saying. It's almost kind of Norse. There's an idea happening. Yeah. Exactly. So anyway... I'm pretty sure even Admiral Thrawn fights these huge beasts. I don't... Again. Interesting. I'm so lost in this lore. I, I need... It, it does need to be watched at some point. I'm sorry. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, we have so much work to do. Anyway, um... But... We've been tasked. What point was I getting to? Anyway, Ezra is trained. And it's a good thing that he is trained. Mm-hmm. In fact, he helps the rebellion quite a bit. He takes out Admiral Thrawn. Probably too much, some would say. Too much. <laughs> some might say that. And Ahsoka <laughs> seems to be a friend to Ezra. Uh, if I remember that correctly. She's in that show, too. She's in that show a little bit. There's a problem where you just take a character because they're popular and put them in everything. And you're just kind of like, wait, who is she now? Yeah. And so she obviously, like, Ezra was that. She's she's also Look, appeared in Star Wars. Star Wars. This, is, this is. I have a joke. Please. She also appeared in Star Wars Blips. <laughs> she also appeared on Star Wars Cereal Boxes. What's, how does that factor into the lore? That's a canon appearance. That's <laughs> G canon. That's D canon. Disney canon. Merchandise canon. But. The way you saw this scene easily is, again, Ahsoka is this um, human character who we don't want to see any humanity in her. (laughs) But here's how you saw it, right? She's not able to get out of him. Din is able to get him to remember his abilities. You cut... Great job, kid. You cut to to her. She smiles big. She's happy. But then she kind of goes... She kind of takes a breath and she goes, oh. Hmm. And she kind of is... I don't know if I can do this. Like almost like it's a, that's the first moment where she considered like I might actually have to train this person. And she and she and she, she has this fear. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. saw what happened to Anakin. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know if she can do it. Mm-hmm. Look, Anakin wasn't ready to have, having a Padawan. Mm-hmm. The whole the whole first arc of the Clone Wars is is like uh, she uh, looking for a master, dude. But then but yeah. then that means that means she is the one to do it because she's afraid to do it. I know, but but amazing how how cool would it have been if she goes, oh, and you kind of see her kind of sad and she steals herself up and that's, this is an excuse she's giving that's what I'm saying yeah yeah. And by, the end, by the end of the episode she goes you know I'll, I, I'll I was it. I was wrong because I, I realized that the attachment is what brought out his abilities he's been afraid for so long and this attachment seems to be doing a good in his life mm-hmm. anyway and, Ahsoka, then she, and then she trains him the problem is, the problem is Ahsoka doesn't, there's no room in the show for Ahsoka to be a, a main complex character like this so I understand yeah. why they do this yeah oh. Again, I'd rather have there be no Ahsoka. Ahsoka in this episode is not Ahsoka. She is Jedi. Yeah. This, the episode's called The Jedi. Jedi. She's, she's a Jedi. Look, I is. love seeing her. 
And I do not want to go as far as we predicted last episode as they just messed her up. I don't want to go that far because, look, she was cool. She had a few could moments. This was not... This was not a complete whiff, but no. spiritually, it's a w- more bankrupt than it has any right to be. So that upsets me quite a bit. Just do, how, a, just do an Ahsoka show. Why are you doing how this? How much bankruptcy do you have the right to be? How bankrupt can this you This is Star Wars inflation. Oh my gosh. I learned some trivia recently. <laughs> yeah. Do you, know, do you know that picture of, that famous picture of George Lucas, the blurry one, with Baby Yoda? Is, he's cradling yes, Baby Yoda. I love that. Yeah. Apparently, if that camera had been turned to the left just a little bit, Rosanne Dawson is right there. Really? Made up as Ahsoka. George Lucas was on set for those episodes. Cool. For the Ahsoka episodes. It's really cool. Rosanne's way Rosanne. Rosario? Rosario. So you, I can't, you can't say Grogu. I can't say Rosario. Rosario. Okay. Okay. Rosario. Lucario. Luckily. <laughs> Lucario. There you go. Just think about that. Okay. Luckily, one of those is a real name. So. One's much more important than the other. <laughs> Grogu. Um, so... I would, I would, I like seeing Ahsoka. I'd much rather than say, okay, we're doing an Ahsoka show. Here you go. But also, you mentioned earlier that of what Ahsoka's story could be. To be fair, what Rebels leaves her journey as is there's this weird moment. Look, I don't understand it. I just don't. Someone will have to help me. Please help me, fans of Rebels. Thrawn and Ezra enter a wormhole and they're never heard from again. And the show ends with. You know what that is? That's the. Uh, we're gonna save this. We're gonna save you for later. Put That's, in the freezer. Oh my god. Disney, the Disney Plus, Disney XD. Jeez. Can't do it anymore. It's pretty bad. Anywho, we're putting you on ice. Carbonites. Plot carbonite. Um, <laughs> what's your name? Um, Sabine. Sabine. It's the lady in Rebels, the Lady Mandalorian. Gotcha. So it's Sabine. Sabine. No. 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 In Rebels. I don't know then. Hera. Who? Hera. Hura. Hafa. Dude, I don't know. Google it. That show's stupid. <laughs> anyway, the show ends, I believe, with her saying, I realize there's something I have to do. I have to find Ezra. And Ahsoka picks her up. So anyway, we know that Ahsoka is looking for Ezra. Wait, that's how it ends? Yeah. I oh, so. oh my gosh. Anyway. So it makes sense, by the way, spoiler alert. You watch it. I'll hopefully watch it. This is resolved in episode nine where you hear Ezra's voice for one second. Please kill me. Does that mean Ezra's dead? <laughs> that was a big question. I mean, it wasn't a big question. That was a question I some people had. <laughs> anyway, um, so we learn that later that Ahsoka's looking for Thrawn, which makes sense if she's looking for Ezra because wherever Thrawn is, prize for Ezra is, so it makes sense. Okay. Anyway, so that's why it doesn't quite track with what is her story, but then again, that all happened before episode four, so what's her reaction to everything going on? Man. It's been eight years, too. Are they still looking after eight years? Also, I I do so I do think Ezra will appear in Mandalorian because hmm. he's at the end of this episode again. We're jumping around. Sorry, I'm jumping around. You've, you've been very solid. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, you're a good driver. I do think that we will see Ezra because I did talk about the Garden of Eden. There's this I like that. There's this weird moment where she says a Jedi might hear you and come to train Grogu. Well, she says take Grogu to the scene to the planet. Titan, something like that. Tython. 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 Which is an ancient... By the way, we'll get there right now. That is... <laughs> that is actually some Old Republic lore. Cool. Not the Old Republic, Old Republic. That is apparently the ancient homeworld birthplace of both the Jedi and the Sith. Nice. Which is a really cool planet. I don't know how Mandalorian is going to pull it off. Screw but, it but um, cool. But she said, there's an ancient spiritual mountain there. Go to the peak of the mountain, to the summit, and place him on something. The Seeing Stone. The seeing, yeah, that's cool. Uh... 
and he can reach out. He, 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 she says he will choose his own path or something like that. If he can reach out with the Force, a Jedi might hear him and train him, but who knows? There's not enough Jedi around. That's what he says. Who, who, who could possibly be? Who could it possibly be? Who's a Jedi? Who's around? Luke Skywalker. But, uh, and who's actually probably actively... Actually, we know, even in the horrible, shameful, ridiculous Disney canon, even in that, Luke is actively building Jedi Temple. So yeah. He's seeking. But anyway... But Luke can't show up, so... The idea of a holy mountain in Star Wars... Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I support that. I'm looking forward to that. I liked that. Uh, but yeah, that was another moment where I just went, this show is just embarrassing. Yeah. When she went, there aren't many Jedi around anymore. The Empire fell eight years ago. What have you been doing? You've been, watched, you've been lost in the trees? I watched Return of the Jedi today. <clears throat> we might talk about that later. <laughs> and there's a whole sequence, I don't know if you, if you remember this, at the end of the film, where every planet is rejoicing. <laughs> yeah. And that, that, it was the first time I ever thought about this, and I'm going to talk about this again, so sorry, is there's an Imperial remnant, right? The Empire is not completely destroyed. But there's, an, there's, a, there's, le, there's, there's enough confidence that the entire population of the galaxy feels confident to celebrate in the streets. And so I go, come on, guys. Repopulate the world, Jedi. Come on, get to work. And the fact it is shameful that eight years later, the Jedi ancient sorcerer beings. Oh, and, and then 30 years later, Luke Skywalker, I thought he was a myth. What are you doing? These are the core building blocks of society. <laughs> yeah. It's Jesus, true. Jesus it's Christ. True. I thought he was a myth. <laughs> it's happening now. Dude. It's happening now. Mm. You yourself <laughs> used to be there. <laughs> I got you somewhere. <laughs> I got you. What are you thinking? You're right. It says, uh, well, okay. Okay. Over here in this bucket, this is me caring about Star Wars. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're not there, actually. We can't be there because that, that is just pain. Yeah. Over here is where we need to be, which is don't care. Because only when you care is when you notice these kinds of things. I don't really know what you're talking about. You you pointing out the incongruity of the ending of Return of the Jedi, great ending. Yeah. Uh, the the ship is righted, the shadow is defeated, uh, yeah. peace and freedom can and order can reign once again. Great. Building blocks of a civilization. What is that? The Jedi. What was wrong with the Empire? Oh, we got rid of the Jedi. Let's bring them back. Right. Great. Done. We need them. Easy. We need these heroes. We need these, you know, society needs that kind of thing. The only reason we're even saying those things, which to a Star Wars fan is very obvious, as you always say, good Star Wars is pretty easy, yeah. if you care. It's just it's just in the EU. That's over it's, here. It's taking us for granted. That's over here in the care bucket. Yeah. yeah. That's where we are. We're swimming in the care bucket. <laughs> We might not want to be there anymore. Yeah. We might want to move over here to the not care bucket. This is kind of like what you were talking about earlier where some people in our approach to China, we think, look, we just got to stick to our ideals and fight them. But, but we need to realize that we're fighting a dirty war, an unfair war. Please edit this out. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I guess it is. I, it don't, is I guess of, it's like you, that. You know, I'm right. Sure. I don't know. But I'll, what, I, what I'm saying is uh, it's clear that they... They are not in... They don't care. <laughs> they don't care. Well, All they care about is new Star Wars content. Well, that, that's the biggest question, right? So this we'll, we'll get there with Force Awakens, which actually is coming up soon, I think, in our docket. Eventually. Is, uh, well, we're finishing Richard Jedi, maybe. <laughs> we're thinking about finishing that movie, considering we're circling around that orbit. <laughs> we're slingshotting around this. I think two-thirds is good. Eh, pretty good. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is the big question of episode seven, no matter if you like it, no matter what, the question you have to ask is... 
Is that movie and the story they want to tell good enough to undo the ending of Return of the Jedi? It's no, because it does. It does. It does. There's it no does. way around it. It does happen. And look, the EU does it too. But look, EU is pulpy. It's sci-fi. It's books. It works. It just it just works because it's a, they they pick up right where they left off. It's just kind of oh they go to this planet. Yeah. It makes sense. It's fine. Luke turns to the dark side. Okay. It just it's all there. It's fine. I, I, it's I just get Star it. Wars consumption. I get it. No, no, no. There's good stories there. Okay. No, <laughs> No, no, no. no, no. So that's where we are today. That's where we are today. Okay. But then, for about 30 years later, for them to undo the ending for this lukewarm story that doesn't advance spiritually the, the, the themes of Star Wars at all. Mm. Oh, yeah, the Empire rose again. Mm. Huh? Oh, yeah, Darkseid came back. Huh? Oh, yeah, Palpatine survived. <laughs> they don't care. They clearly don't care. They're, they're Star Wars terrorists. And the Mandalorian is... Dude. The Mandalorian is clearly uh, complicit in these crimes. Clearly. It's obvious. Is it not? Something is awakened in you. Sleep has awakened. Anyway, back to the plot. Let's just wrap it up. <laughs> okay. Look, look, like we said, they fight. They, they, she goes back she to goes the back. They go back to the village. Mandalorian, Ahsoka, they have a deal. The, the child's mysteriously not there anymore. Uh, Hold on. So, real quick. She will not train him. Mandalorian says, okay, I'll help you fight the village. Then you'll train him. She goes, okay. They go to the village. That's the deal? Yeah. Oh, that's stupid. They go to the village. There's a really cool action scene where she slices the gong in half. And also she just beats up the guards. She doesn't kill them, which I like that. She, she, kills, she kills a couple of them. She kills one. She kills she one. the gun and knock one out. The other guy goes, huh? And she goes, <laughs> she has, it's, it's actually her best acting in the whole episode. I'm sorry. She goes, and he runs away. I, I like that moment. It was great. Okay, no one could see what you did. <laughs> anyway, that's says, kill her. Uh, she, she pretends like she killed Din. And she fights him. This is always a really cool set pieces where she goes, and she kills him. And um, she says to execute the prisoners. Mandalorian comes, stops him. Also, the nice villager man helps too. Some really cool set pieces where she beats him up. The villagers begin to fight back. Anywho, there's the cool droids. The droids go out like chumps. And then she's fighting the magistrate. She fights the magistrate within the walled garden. And it's a cool fight. It is cool. It's and then cool but, uh, the sound design is really cool. It's the sound of a metal yeah. Yeah. spear hitting lightsabers. A piece of plastic. It was great. Just kidding. <laughs> um, I remember just seeing her fight against a spear, and it was just so cool because I just went, how do you defend against that? Because you kind of, you had the jab element, right? Yeah. And like, how would you, how do you, and then, but then she could also, it's just this, and then you're fighting someone with two lightsabers who also has the same kind of disarming Hmm. It's just a cool idea for a fight. Really cool. You get an eye for that stuff that I just don't have. You don't really care. Well, I guess, I don't know. That's too far. I'm making the dual wheel in my mind. <laughs> Look, it was a compliment. I think it's cool. Thanks, man. Um, Appreciate it. Outside the walled garden, the walled dojo, the mayor's dojo, the, garden the mayoral Eden. dojo, the garden of Eden, the magis, the magis, the magis, magistrate. Yeah, well, magisterial. how did you turn that into a magisterial area? Magisterial dojo. That was impressive. That was good. <laughs> Thank you. Um... Outside, I, Duel is a bit strong. It is oh. Mandalorian and oh, Michael out. Bean looking at each other. It's tense. He's kind of moving up and he says, look, we're very similar. We're both hired hands. Right. He's kind of talking his way. We both uh, gave our lives to certain yeah. causes. And look, and he, his is actually a really cool line. He says, look, this one isn't it. Right. He's acknowledging, look, I, I got it. It's cool. He's putting his gun down. Yeah. Maybe your side of Maybe I said my side And we're then I, I did really like this part where Mandalorian just goes, that's far, that's far, far enough. enough. That was cool. That's why I go on Facebook when I see someone saying a piano. I say that's that's far enough. Anyway, they're fighting. Yeah, you're a real defender of uh, freedom there. 
You really have my back. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll give you some pity likes. Anyway, um, I've actually, I've, I've reaped real world harm from liking a post of I yours. Know. Thank you. I know. Thank you. Um, you got my back. I <laughs> got your back with a like. Wow. Embarrassing. Um, the duel's cool. <laughs> the fight is cool. Uh, there's a part where she flies away with a lightsaber. Anyway, she wins. Did she kill the Magister? No, we never see what happens to her. Really? I didn't learn like that. Well, no, of course not. I mean, I still don't know what what happened i don't know why they were fighting i don't know why i still didn't like them why i didn't like her how cool would it have been if there's one last scene where... what do those dudes deserve to be electrocuted in the thing no what they do they're rapists they rape children they rape baby they did not we don't they know don't. we don't you're right we don't know it'd be really cool if the magistrate kind of chained up there's this new there's a parade and there's kind of all the new people and they they put her right next to the shocky chamber and she goes, okay, so you're going to, I get it. You're going to put me in there. She says, and they say, no. And they, they press a button and the moon go, they explode. That's cool. And she goes, oh, where, where do I go? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that far ahead. You can be a janitor. You often talk about, um, what do you call it? The third way, the third path mm-hmm. of the Jedi. That's a very Buddhist thing. Mm-hmm. Um, thing they often call it the middle path, mm-hmm. which is, Avoiding the extremes. Extremes are bad. Mm-hmm. You want to you want to stay composed in the middle. Yeah. Did Ahsoka do that? No, and it would have been, it would have been pretty clear if it would have been really easy to do it, right? So she gets yeah. she beats the magistrate. Maybe she's on the ground. She goes. Argh. She maybe has a wound, and then the other guy runs in. He goes, "There he is. There she is. You have to you have to kill her." And Ahsoka says, "No. You this is pity. shows him pity. Shows her pity. He says no." This, this this cycle of war and death cannot continue. Also, I killed those guards. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, she goes. I was a part of that cycle. I'm leaving cycle. <laughs> it's this is where I get off on the train. Anyway, uh, your best friend uh, Michael Bean dies. In a weird moment that you don't like for some reason. It was all there. No, this, look. This is this is a cinematic trope of uh, I had a, I had a gun. I had another gun. That's been, I've seen that a million times in movies. I had another gun. He's got a gun. Sure. Yeah, that was, that was good. But no, how many times have you seen a movie where Mexican standoff? Okay. I'm making a red race. Okay. I got my hands up. And then, ooh, I got another gun. I've seen it a million times. It just wasn't It just wasn't done well here. Either the cuts were too long or there were too many cuts. It, there was it, four cuts and then one it, thing. It wasn't good. Yeah. It wasn't good. And then the explosive shot of Mandalorian just whipping around quickly. Just pure athleticism <laughs> shooting the robot in the face that was kind of the the release that i needed and you went ah oh, yeah i'm good now that's all it was that's true anyway she says take me to your lead where is your leader your master where is grand admiral thrawn <laughs> do you even know who that is a, a little bit did i think yeah, i read about him in that book you gave me you the four pages you read yeah i hate you he likes art <laughs> he does he, he is you Okay. He uses you as a Star Wars villain. Okay. It's great. He likes, yeah, I remember he, he talked about each planet, each culture has its own art, and you can learn a lot. You can understand it. how they fight through their art. Yeah, that's good. It's genius. Cool. Timothy Thon's a great author. But like, he's got blue skin. So. It's, it's cool because that actually becomes a storyline where he is the only non-human Grand Admiral. Cool. And the, 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 the Emperor was the one who personally rose with the ranks because everybody else was xenophobic, and he said, no, this... He 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 wow. passed the test. So even the emperor is going, man. This guy's good. What have I created? This guy's here? good. Exactly. Emperor's got some regrets. 
The Emperor likes him. Emperor's good. No, I'm saying. Oh yeah, in sure. the Empire, the xenophobic, xenophobic look, guys, human centric Empire. Look, me and Masamita go way back. We're still friends. <laughs> we meet up for poker night every week. We we've joked before. the The secret story of the Emperor has been he's actually just a figurehead. He's been overtaken by <laughs> the, the the humans. Of course, there's a yeah. human yeah. nationalist the movement cabal. on Coruscant. See, and they have they have used the Emperor's ascendancy mm. to take power. And now they exactly. actually control him. The Coulter. I like mm-hmm. that. And since... Yeah, that's so funny. Palpatine's going, look, I've been, I was friends with Masamita 40, 50 years ago. And the activists say it's not enough to be friends. If <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. That's um, good. Okay, anyway. episode... episode uh, is it? Is and it then over? he says, I'll go get the child. And there's this really funny medieval flute music playing that you like. I loved that. Gosh, that was great. Yeah, so it was the Mandalorian theme. But you see in the background... It's weird how they did this. You never really go into and there, but they're having this kind of parade, this victory jubilee, because they've taken the town back over. Cool. That, that's worth celebrating. <laughs> um, we, we should celebrate now. Is it not worth celebrating? Jesus said that. <laughs> Where? Prodigal Son. Okay. Is it? Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. Anyway. <laughs> so they, they seem to be having a medieval festivity and then i hear some medieval music and i go that tracks but then, but then it goes into the scene where he's saying goodbye to the baby and that music still works because it's kind of this yeah. childlike theme that was it's sweet and you you love this scene. i love you it cried. it was i did he doesn't want to wake him up that was so sweet it was really good and there was just this wide shot pulling out uh of him just kind of holding the baby or just kind of watching it really just watching him sleep really sweet moment and then it was it weirdly it cut back to another white shot because the scene didn't really the end. scene didn't end. You could you should have faded the black right there actually. Great fade to black. Pull back, father and son fade to black. That's good. It should have cut to Ahsoka walking up. That would have been that would have helped. Disney, I'm not doing a whole lot. I'll let, I'll edit your show. <laughs> I'll edit your show for you. <laughs> Man, it'd be a hard job actually. Still. Probably wouldn't be enough shots. You wouldn't have nearly enough footage. I, I, I figured. You, you could make a whole scene. I figured. Out. You put a deficit Socrates painting in the middle of it. Who needs it? I figured it out. Anyway, so he comes back and, she, and you know, Din says, hey, time to go. I would so just edit in the prequels. <laughs> All the shots here and there. He says, hey, goodbye. Sorry. Goodbye. And he, so he says, I still can't train him. And Din says, <laughs> Din says, dude, we made a deal. I held up my end of the bargain. Mandalorian's right. Yeah. She says, well, there is one possibility. Go to this planet, do this thing. We already talked about, yeah. talk about this already. Who cares? Yeah. And I just kind of went, what? So first of all, Ahsoka not holding up her word. Yeah. Second of all, she's a broken character. <laughs> yeah, and this is kind of where I started to realize, oh, we're just kind of making Ahsoka onto the the new story of the week plot yeah. exhibition train. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just went. They they looked at the flow chart of this season. They went, where can Ahsoka squeeze in? That's all it was. Ahsoka is more than that. I don't like that. That really upsets me. So not a huge fan of that. However, the next episode sounds cool, dude. At this point. They got three ups left. They should let Michael, Michael Bay do Star Wars. <laughs> that would be great. Mm, sure. <laughs> Why you say that? What made you think of this? I, I mean, he would try harder than them. He would try. He would. Because mm. Michael Bay, like him or hate him, that dude's an artist. I hate him. Okay. <laughs> that dude's an artist. He has a vision for his films, and no one makes films like him. Yeah. It's absolutely the truth. Mm. Give it to him. He, he, would, he would do something with it. He would. Can you imagine, dude? Can you imagine, Michael Bay? We wouldn't have this sweet father son story. Clone Wars movie. Pro- dude. Oh my god. That would be. 
That would be awesome. Oh my goodness. Just nonstop bro action. Oh my god. That'd be incredible. Come on, Rex, let's go. Come on, fives. That was good. Rated R Star Wars. Rated R. I could stomach that. Okay. Anyway. Did you notice that Han has blood on his fingertips when Leia gets shot? Episode six. Mm mm. Anyway, um, where'd that come from? She got shot. What was it? Did he stick his hand in the wound? I guess so. He shoved it anyway. Yep. It it hurts. (laughs) It's not good. Not a good sight here. Anyway, um, what's going to happen next? My guess is this this plant will be cool. Tython. And my my hope is that maybe Gideon's path will take him there. As maybe uh, maybe I can infuse my oh, dark, my dark soldiers there. And so he's going to end up fighting them. Dude, I could not care less about him. I know. Jedi plant sounds great. More Jedi ruins. The the Jedi ruins we glimpsed glimpsed well glimpsed in Rogue One on the planet Jedi. It was cool. Show me more of that. Actually, those were the Temple of the Wills. Very different. No, but I'm talking about the big statues that were. In those the- were not Jedi. Those were Temple of the Wills. You know what I'm talking about. I do. The fallen statue of the Jedi. Cool. They're cool. Yeah, more Jedi ruins. I'll, I'm cool. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. It's almost like that's what I was promised episode eight, and I didn't get it. Ooh, that's true. Oops. That's true. Um, if, if I have to swim in the shallow bucket of not caring, and basically I'm watching a screensaver of Star Wars artwork for 30 minutes to an hour, all right, show me, show me a Jedi. We say something good. That's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> I don't quite get what this episode is going to be, though, because you, you have this plot of Gideon with his four soldiers. Is this is there three episodes left or two? Dude, I don't know. This is chapter <laughs> chapter five, chapter thirteen, five episodes. Yeah. I'm sorry, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. That's five. Good job. Good so job. people people online have suggested that now that he's got this Beskar, you know, spear. That Gideon will fight with the dark saber. I mean, sure. How dare they? They'll be a stupid thing. How dare they cast this talented actress to play Ahsoka, not use her? How dare they cast this really talented actor, Gian Carbo, to play mm-hmm. this guy? <clears throat> Doesn't do, again. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're saying this is as cool as I think it is. Think about the portrayal of Gideon, mm-hmm. this talented actor, Gian Carbo. Mm-hmm. Think about Rose. R- Lucario Dawson as Sogatano. <laughs> Those portrayals are very similar. They're both just kind of we say cool lines to camera. Yeah. yeah. Those aren't these aren't human people. These aren't human characters. Look, well, no, the Spotchka but... girl. The she was more of a character. Andy Circus. She's a character. Dang, you're right. Mm-hmm. That's Humanity. not good. What is a character? Break it down. Storytelling. One on one. What's a character? What's a human? What's a question. person? Great question. Is a character wants something. Robert McKee. If you if you ever look into Robert McKee, who's the guy in adaptation, great film. Yeah. His book is propping up my bed right now. Uh, well, at least you, at least it's being used for something. <laughs> I that book has many uses. It does. It's, it's a thick book. Um, I, I look. I'm not some some acolyte of his. I don't know his work that well, but I think he he says very clearly, a character has to want something. Yeah. A character has to be uh looking to achieve achieve something because that's us that's that's what we're all trying to do that that's the human experience right mm-hmm. what what's going on what, rosario dawson i mean ahsoka ahsoka tano uh, Ezra. what does she want i don't know what she wants i have no idea she was yeah. there to yeah for fan service star wars rummage sale hmm? the star wars rummage sale yeah the price of the star wars goods is it depreciating 
And so they're just... Oh, my God. That's all it is. That's all it is. They went, we made some Star Wars movies. Okay. People didn't like them. Chinese people didn't understand them. <laughs> Look, we overpaid the IP. Let's make some TV shows and make our money back. That's all it is. Isn't that sad? I'm crying. <laughs> I guess I you, you talk about character. I also just would like them to have some personality. The animated shows. They're one note. Yeah. Ahsoka has personality. Sure. Oh, absolutely. An incredible personality. Ahsoka is very uh, bubbly and kind. Bubbly and kind. However, she does develop over six, seven seasons. Uh-huh. There's that one episode where also, you, you, I think there's just one shot where you just kind of get a pan up on her. On her. It's really weird where she just changes changes looks. Mm-hmm. She, she has she goes from her weird tie crotch to um, she has two green lightsabers and she's doing something. Tie crotch, you say? I'm just saying, you could Ahsoka to tie at a crotch. I don't know how to describe it. That's her costume. You know okay. what I'm right. Okay. Anyway, she's kind of. It's really well done in that because there's no discrete moment in that show where she's just more mature. She just is, and it feels very real to me. I love, I love it. Yeah, sure. But so, she's always that sweet, she, kind she, of funny person. She, I'm just saying she she becomes more mature, and so yeah. she can still be sweet and be mature. Oh, the show wants her to be. Oh, she always wants to be mature in the show. Why oh, can't she be sweet as well? That really it's too hard. Me. It's too hard. Yeah. So, look, you have a talented actress. Look, there's this great picture of her with Hayden Christensen, which I actually believe. I think I was wrong. It's post prequels. She's a huge fan of Star Wars. She's hugging Hayden Christensen, loves him, and she's got this shit. That's nice. I don't mean to be, I don't mean to be cruel, but Rosario Dawson. Oh, yeah, you got it. She's a big mouth. That's why she was cast as Ahsoka. Big mouth, and when she smiles, it envelops her entire face. That's true. And I just went. That's a smile. that's a character. Yeah. And all of a sudden, when she smiles, she becomes a character. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of went. She never smiled once no, this episode. She smiled two or three times. Okay. With with the baby, and then. Never two or three times. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's close. That part where she was holding the baby is just his motherly thing. That's sweet. Can you imagine? She not Can you that? imagine? Can you imagine? Ahsoka's, she's middle-aged. I don't know the lifespan of Togruta. I don't care. Uh, she's getting pretty old at this point. She's probably... She thir- passed her window. Yeah. 30s, 40s. Can you imagine? I don't know if you've known any women like this. Oh, no. Women... <laughs> oh, no. Women in this age range... Here we go. I have seen it before. They just they love children. Holding babies. They love I mean, I mean, hold they love baby. children. They want children. What an incredibly human story you could tell in Star Wars to and I don't know. Of course it, that would be the Ahsoka show at that point. Yeah, it just wouldn't fit because then all of a sudden yeah. where's Dango? Alright, I dropped him off. But just the image of her holding the baby, I went, that's great. Yeah. That's awesome. And that would that would play into what we're talking about. Jedi family is the next step, as we've said many times. Beautiful. Anyway, that's this episode. Um, definitely better than most. Um, it was cool. However, it seems to be, like you said, solidly in the don't care category. And other episodes, gotta be honest, have had better screensaver Star Wars. Better spectacle. So, yeah. It's kind of how, how, you, how do you want to weigh it? You think Dave Filoni knows all these things that we're saying? And he's just going, look, I just, I don't know. this is the best I can do in the constraints given me. I don't know. Because. Rebels was definitely a big huh moment for me because it, uh, that show is not the slam dunk. Look, people might like that show. I think it's not a slam dunk. Not. Just not. Or Clone Wars is. And so, does Filoni work out without Lucas? Does Star Wars work without Lucas? That's the big question. I think Filoni is better equipped than anybody. Yeah. So, I don't know. He would just make the Lothcat show. I, I enjoyed seeing that in this, in this episode. 
Okay, that's episode. That's the episode. <laughs> this weird, this weird YouTube guy I used to follow. That's the episode. That episode. His name, his channel is Extreme Narcissism Debrination, I think. Extreme <laughs> Extreme Narcissism TV Debrination, something like that. He's so strange. That's like a show you'd like. It was great. He was he was a ahead of his time. Cultural critic ahead of his time. Good. He would always end the episode just going, "That's episode." <laughs> because of like, <laughs> that's cool. See ya. That's episode.